I want to talk a little bit about something that is a kind of a phenomenon. It is has to do with the advancement of time being nonlinear and being spherical. One way you can look at this is there are no straight lines on the Earth and or in space because you can see with the convexity and the concavity of the orb of the planet, the sphere, that the laws of gravity bend light around. So there is no possible way to make a straight, a, a line that's perfectly straight. And this is really an old teaching because of the laws that you have applied to it. So it bends. So if you try to draw a straight line around a circle, you'll get a circle. Do you understand the meaning of that? And in space, there are no lines because there's no fixed points because it's moving. And besides the light that reflects through the, the lens of the planet or the atmosphere, the layers of the atmosphere, you'd have to understand that there would be no way to measure light as it goes through and out to a fixed point because the fixed point is moving. And it is hard to tell how and where it moves through the lens because of the way peripheral vision and another type of vision works. So you can understand where things about time and things about movements of time in creation would be difficult. I know I've, I've spoke to you about time before and how time travel is possible Take, for instance, in the present state that you are in, if you reach back in your memory to the time that you learn how to conjugate verbs and then go into the future and try to work out a problem and then bring it back to center, then you know that it's hard to tell when you actually learned your formative education on conjugating verbs, which is the past tense, the future tense, the conditional you know, the subjunctive moods, all of the tenses in language. So you see how it's a trap. It's perfectly built for a trap because there are many times when the senses and one cannot handle the overwhelming information that your brain is able to process more rapidly than a computer since it can do things without even being programmed, such as have cellular memory and the movement of respiration or of blinking and thinking. It's often very difficult to wonder, like, how does the mind work around that to imagine time? Well, it's arbitrary, and it's decided on somebody other than what you have the power in your physical life to change. Even though you can change the time on your phone, have a different time zone, have a different city zone, have a different... And yet, in some ways, time was the devil. Because people thought that it was self-limiting. Like, I don't have enough time to do all the things that I would like to do, or I don't have enough time to experience. Well... Of course not, except for in maybe in your imagination or in your mind or in your dreams. One people had thought, and I think this myself, you know, the largest organ on the body is the skin, yet the largest organ that you have is your mind. 
it is able to recreate or create things that you cannot, that don't even exist in the physical world, especially in dreams, since it can elicit kind of vivid hallucinations inside your mind and have recall on shapes and objects and um, people that you know in their faces. So think about that. Oh, I really wanted to mention one other thing. So given that time is relative, say that a million years have passed, and by the time that you realize that a thousand years of civilization has existed in advanced technology such as clothes, such as teaching, such as anything, has existed before you and through you, through bloodlines and through advanced genomes of sharing genetic information through procreation or recreation, then you will know by the time that you reach that information and when it's given to you, all that time has passed. So even if you're nine, if you receive that information, new information when you are nine, and somebody receives it when they're 50, it's about relative to the same amount of time because that much time. So it's as if learning something through the lifespan at a given time. It has taken millions and millions of years and before time was created. So there wasn't time before the activation of a record-keeping way of deciphering this chronological time except in the way that people communicate in language and and learning information and sharing information and yet many people and many mammals and people are included in that human mammals have built in genetic pre- predisposition to language acquisition and learn through social norms of language and customs within the mores and in the community or in the family, usually. It's interesting to take a look at that in your own learning. I kind of wanted to talk a little bit, too, about much of what we know about history has been a revisionistic kind of history that keeps repeating itself because no one will learn from the past mistakes that were right to make so that the future will be different. In the United States, every three to five years, and depending upon the political you know, branch of free press, then you know that history books and books are rewritten so that people don't know the truth. In the 70s and in the 80s, education systems were a lot different, and language was a lot different, And the political moves and the zeitgeist of the times was to shift that in a way that people would not know the truth, thereby kind of clouding their their views of, um, well, using euphemisms and things that didn't hurt people's feelings because people wanted to keep secrets from people and not say the truth. Say, like, when... The drug Depo-Provera came out. A billion or so doses were sold. And it sterilized a billion and more women. Well, they had to have fertility treatments done and were infertile. It said it on the package. I know my own family did it. And what a secret to keep. 
Well, if you... And then, to add injury to that, people were elected to the Family Council on Family Values and Natural Parenthood. Well, can you imagine what would happen if everyone was infertile because women took Depo-Provera? It was a really interesting time to watch, you know, people go through either fertility treatments that were IVF in vitro fertilization which is taking an egg and sperma out of the body freezing it and then reimplanting it or gestationally it's growing it in a laboratory environment or in the womb harvesting it and then reimplanting it for a later date well lo and behold that there were genetic flaws that they could program into people's lives such as ALS, some types of mental deficits that would be later classified as an illness and in fact it was genetically modified and people ask well how can I know that it's because I asked and all you have to do is ask is that the case did that really happen is that why the world is the way it is well if you think that it was only in the United States it was wrong it was all over the world and it was in Israel, it was in Europe it was in Russia, or the United our USSR which some people called the Ubermensch it was all over the world and China and everywhere and although those countries and those names mean something totally different in the language queue, it also tells one about the need to have truth because it sets you free well these people that would go around and platform on family values were themselves saying that IVF was against the acts of God and against nature thereby getting their family members tortured and raped and used so the more they spoke on the matter the more they got tortured and raped by being lies and the more they were used by people like some of the big, you know, tele-evangelist kind of, you know, false churches, fake churches that are businesses to exploit and use people and to make money for the army of darkness, theologians. And while some may argue that that's not the case, it is. I don't lie about the truth. And in many ways, you can you can ask and you could see the numbers because many places like Planned Parenthood and the Red Door Clinic and the Aliveness Project in Minnesota were illegal. For one, there was no need. For two, it was difficult to spread HIV through the shared needle program be, with needles, with blood. Because of the way needles were made, Teflon coated with a thing that destroyed blood and a small filter that would have to pass through a micron insulin needle or a larger bore needle, which was irradiated so it wouldn't pass on transmission. So most of those programs were lies. Now, an effort to keep the lies even further was the fact that they genetically engineered people and diseases to give to people to spread a common virus that would lead to the multitude of diagnoses are other illnesses that would lead to the whole plethora of things that causes the autoimmune disease or insufficiency AIDS or CETA. It's not really the same as 
you know, it's difficult. It's difficult to know why all the secrets had to be kept. And in many ways, it's human behavior. That's why. It'd be hard in a world where everyone was the same, though, to keep those secret or try to make something again that didn't even mean that. HIV did mean mercy once, and all of hell was mercy's mother, and it freed it. And it is also the sign of something else that meant the hall of suffering, so that it would never be made again for the recycling center of the spirit. I can talk more on this later at a different time.